Welcome back to another episode of the Opinionated Podcast. I am your co-host, Carlos Mojica, along with my boy, Cam, Cam Theory. Theory. Cam underscore juice on all <laughs> platforms. Make sure to check them out. Snapchat, Instagram, You're not Xbox. Missing. You're not missing anything. Steam, Twitch. What else you got to plug? Oh, follow me on Twitter at Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's uh, Big Bang right. Theory. Yeah. Anyways, a lot has happened since we've last done a last, podcast. Last sat down um, and talked. Just we got Eli retiring. We found the who's out. We found out who's going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, just a lot has gone on in the sports world, and yeah, finally get to sit down. Finally get to sit down and talk, talk about, about this it shit. Kind of dive into things. I mean, I personally think. With everything that's happened, it just shows the field we're in sports-wise. It's just so ever-changing. There's always content going on, whether it be good or bad. And it shows that it's a family, really. Yeah. Like, between Eli retiring, yeah. how many people, like, reach out to him and, like, mm-hmm. players, fans, like, stuff like that. And then also with Kobe. Like, how, like how many people just touched? Like, just, we may not know the people. Yeah. But, like, they still touch us in a way. And a lot of, it's just... Sports are just bigger than it's bigger than a lot of things. Like people really don't understand it unless they've played and seeing all these catastrophic events just when the span of this month already. Like this is low key when we get into that dead period of sports, really all we have is the NBA and the NBA doesn't really heat up until finals, the finals and the yeah. playoffs and All Star Weekend <laughs> is entertaining in its own right. But we're getting to the point where this is the last football game that's going to be played for 200 plus days. Biggest game of the year. Literally, everyone's been looking forward to this since the beginning of the year, since the draft. They're going to be talking about next Super Bowl in the draft. And then you just have to work with it. Work with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, we got stuff that pops up here and there. Yeah. You know, like people getting in trouble, people signing people, like baseball, just everybody's signing people, like stuff like that. Yeah. And that happens in NFL, NBA, mm-hmm. just people getting in trouble. It's always fun to talk about people getting in trouble. Fucking dumbasses. It's just it just seems like it happens more often than not. It's kinda just it comes to the point where I think it's so sad and I really have no words on people that are just just throwing their livelihood down the drain like Career that. Career away. But I don't know. Anyways, I don't let's understand, but let's finally into dive into this. Um That boy Sheila Manny, as I like to call him. Eli, Sheila, turnover Manning, that dude, close eyes Manning, <laughs> no, no expression Manning, because he literally no, is he the same. Every, a beaten boy. every time he talks, literally the same. Doesn't make any noise. It's the same cool, calm, and collected person. You know what you're getting when Eli comes to the podium. And talks. I hate that man. I just hate him. He's uh, great, but just like the way he is, I'm just like, show some emotion, dog. Like, <laughs> what's crazy is he's just like, and he's so damn ugly. So ugly. Man, when he ugly. takes a hit, man is atrocious. Like he is ugly. I can't when he lie. takes a hit, but the whole family is ugly, in my opinion. The whole Manny family is ugly. So I mean, yeah, big ass foreheads and kinda, shit. Man, I heard one time when somebody said Peyton Manning's head looks like a smart car. I was like, boy, <laughs> once I heard that, can never look at him the same, bro. Jeez, but nah. I mean, tremendous career though. I personally, no think, aside, tremendous career. I personally think his, I personally think his greatness is kind of. 
people overlook him because of his it's, rich family like, tradition. Yeah, and like it's Peyton's younger brother. Yeah, like the, all the accolades Peyton has, but like. And Peyton was. He has two more. He has like, one more. One more Super Bowl than Peyton. Yeah. No, they both have two. They both two. Oh yeah, he won yeah. his last one with the Colts and Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, yeah, I'm tripping. Shit, Peyton better. Peyton's way better. It's not <laughs> even close. Like his his po- his regular season's numbers are ridiculous. Like there was always every every time people would talk about Peyton Manning, they'd be like, "Yo, he's this this unstoppable force in the regular season." The only thing he had trouble with was beating Brady, which yeah. is what his brother could do when he played. Yeah. And I only wanted to beat him twice. His the Giants have not made the like they really didn't make the playoffs a whole lot when Eli was there, but when they made the playoffs, it's like they got hot at the right moment and they would literally always go in as like a wild card. I don't, I don't know if any of the years they won the Super Bowl, they were the uh, division winner. If I don't think they were the two years they won, I think they just went in and won. No, they I know went the in first both year, wild card, I, th- I believe. And I know the well, first year they were the sit. Maybe the because seed. their defensive rankings. The first year they beat the Patriots, they were number one in defensive rankings. So that might have helped a lot. Because in my opinion, that helps a lot. But your I defensive think, I thought, ranking. I thought they were like the last team to get in the playoff that year. And then the second, the second team, the second time they won, they were number three in defensive rankings. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I can't remember if they won the division or not. <sighs> that was years ago. But like winning the Super Bowl, I don't remember if they. Won, I don't. I don't. Oh seven. So seven. Well, just the two times I don't think they're okay. division. Like they won the division. I mean, personally, what you can't take away from Eli is what people people take. People always they his talk ugliness. about his. What you say? His ugliness. Oh, he's ugly, but you can't take that away. He's as good as in in the big <laughs> games in big yeah. moments. He played good. Like you can't take it away from him, regardless of what his regular stats are. Regardless if he's a five hundred career quarterback, it's one seventy seven and one seventy seven. I mean, a lot of that I can't really fault him because the Giants organization the last couple years was pretty bad, and they were just pinning him out there starting, and he was missing games and not being able to play. But they were talking on um, first take, and they were kind of saying how you can't discredit him because he's always available. They said he had like the third longest Ironman streak in the NFL for starts, and the only reason he lost it is because they benched him for Geno Smith, like. You think Geno Smith is going to be the QB hey, to change your franchise? He came from the other team in New York. Then the punch him, that's why. Go Jets. But he came from the other team in New York. And... <laughs> like, okay. Broke his toe. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> that's crazy. Trying to go on that left hand. But, <laughs> but dude, I don't know. Like, that's who they benched him for. And apparently, Eli didn't care. They said he. Uh... I mean, he seems like a humble guy. Yeah. Like, he seems he, he seems like he just cares about the organization. He cares about what's good for the team. Not much. About him, he cares about everything else. And personally, he played in one of the biggest markets in any sporting. He played in New York. That's like you're going to be under scrutiny from you the point you get drafted and you arrive there. The, for him, and he's a Manning, and he also had an older That's brother. Crazy, all the teams in New York suck. Yes, they're just terrible. Fuck but, the Yankees. <laughs> suck too. Okay. But he literally, like, he has this whole pedigree to look up to. His brother. And then his dad, both were in the NFL before him. He comes in, and just to be half as good as his brother was a a big accomplishment back then. So Mm -hmm. for him to come in and win a Super Bowl relatively quick against an all-time great, a team that all-time great team. That team was undefeated. Dynasty. That was a team we never saw. A team sixteen and zero, playing with Randy Moss. 
<laughs> like and he came in and speed him. I mean, he did have some luck. I can't yeah, say the helmet catch. catch it. That's the yeah, that, that, that was crazy, bro. That was like the first time I went crazy over catch besides the Odell catch. In both of those games, Eli threw them both of those passes. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I understand, but maybe he just knows where to place the ball. I guess. I can't. I can't just dist- like he's not going to be a first ballot. No, no, not it, at all. He might not even be a second ballot. Just because when you, I think so. I think he'll be a second ballot. Really? for sure, won't be a first ballot now. Just because like the quarterbacks, when you look at Hall of Fame quarterbacks, that the the the, rare, the way they are statistically. It's just, like their numbers and everything. Yeah, their numbers are and his numbers aren't really there. Right. I mean, he just has two Super Bowl wins. That's really the biggest like, and he has two Super Bowl awards. MVPs, I mean, I that's yeah. that's a big award. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but like, he doesn't have like. But he shows up in those games. Like, if he has those MVPs, it's like, yeah, he's a. But he doesn't have like that's crazy TD statistics like Peyton Manning has or the yards and all that. Like, the uh, I think he's like top ten in a Hall of Fame yards, quarterback supposed to have. But that's because he's available. And Max Kellerman said. You don't become available by being average. He was like, he's definitely good. He's like, yeah. If you if you play this this many years, and if you have the third active all time uh, Ironman streak of starts behind people like Brett Favre and I don't know who the other dude was, but just people like Brett Favre speaks for himself. Like this is someone yeah. who does not miss a game, and Eli did not miss a game regardless if they were good or bad. He was always available. He was never hurt. Never injury prone. So if you're available that long to start that many games, you're great in that aspect. And then you win two Super Bowls with it, two Super Bowl MVPs. I just think you can't. And then also you got to factor who he beat. You can't like. I don't think you can get away twice. Literally, if we're if you take those, you take those two wins from Eli and give him the Tom. He's already the great, but the question would just be. This man is the greatest thing we've ever seen in any sport because he would only have one Super Bowl loss and be to Nick Foles. So it's like the only two people, only people we've seen beat Tom is Eli and Nick Foles, and Eli beat him twice. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, his teams were granted, but you can't. I I think he's a Hall of Famer. I'm not gonna say he's not. He's a Hall of Famer, sure. But like I said, I just I don't think he's a first. Ballot Hall of Famer. I think he will be the second, but not the first. Um, I mean, when you just win Super Bowls in the NFL, like that, that kind of like that's a big accomplishment. To win two MVPs, that's an even bigger accomplishment. Just because like you're the best player, you won that game. Like it, you, when you get an MVP, it seems like you won the game for them. Yeah. So like that, that definitely helps a lot, and I think the name. Just the last he's name. also many, yeah. That's just, I think so the last cool. name will also come into play with it, just like his brother, his dad, like they're just big last names. Yeah. So and he did a lot in the NFL. He played yeah. a long time. Um, even when he came back after he got bitch the season, when he came back, like I mean, yeah, it's the Eagles, but I mean, he still almost won that game. And his antics aren't bad. He was always a respected athlete and player, and and that's why that's why I said like. Football, I mean, sports is bigger than sports. Yeah. Like, it's it's really a family thing. Sports is really a family thing. And, like, he thinks the giant, like, he thinks the Giants of as his family. And he's going to do whatever it takes for his family. Whether yeah, if it's definitely. playing, riding the bench, definitely. retiring. Like, he's going to do what he thinks is best for yeah. his family. 
And uh, just everybody's saying, like, all the good things they said about him when he retired. Like, they interviewed everybody. He retired and on Instagram, Twitter. Like, everybody said things. He lying all good words and encouragement they had for him. So, and that I just kind of shows that yeah. it's bigger than sports. I personally was getting my hair cut last weekend. And they had it. Um, they had it first take on. And that's when I heard a lot of this stuff. And they brought his live press conference on, and they showed it. And I just kind of was listening to it, and just the way he was respected, seen by the organization, just the way he appreciated being a giant. He also has that resume of where he didn't leave the team he was on and go to another team. And you yeah. know, like how right off in the sunset on another team, he stayed. A giant till he couldn't be a giant anymore. And when he got replaced this year by Daniel Jones, he didn't complain. He helped him out to his best ability. Eli um, comes back after Daniel Jones gets hurt. Uh, I think it was a Monday night game. They're playing the Eagles. Yeah, and he was night. going. He was going in. Like, yeah. He was going in. He, I mean, he still has some. Obviously I think he still, still has, has a little bit in him, but it was, he's. When it's your time, it's your time. And it gets to the point where you don't want to go to another team and try to compete because the free agent market this year is going to be just ridiculous because you're going to have people like Philip Rivers, Philip maybe, Cam maybe. Well, Philip for sure because the, they said they're done with him, but he moved yeah. his family to Florida. But I don't know what they're going to do. But yeah, and then Mariota is going to be a free agent, and he was never really bad. He's kind of injury prone. Yeah, you saw. Him. I think he's bad, but that's, that's yeah, a different. But, that's a different time. Um, but yeah, just it will be tough. Like even if you try to go to another team, like with a young Mariota, a Cam Newton, you also I mean, just got this. Philip Rivers is old, but like he still yeah. like can throw that thing. You just have like the draft class and yeah, it's, it's like just, these young quarterbacks coming out. Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, too, might, he might. Tom be on Brady's the on the market. Yeah. Like so, they're just he's just the bottom of those tiers. I, I so it'd be it, it, was, it was still just the right time for him to retire for sure. He just you can't you go to one of these teams and you're like, dang, I don't know if I can beat this guy out anymore. Like yeah. I couldn't even beat a guy out at my because it's just it's just for the time. Like sometimes you can't make the throw, yeah. you don't run as fast, or people are just faster than what you're used to. Like just so much that goes into it. Like it just for the time just catches up to you, man, and. That's why you can't beat certain people out anymore. Like Tom Brady can't throw what he did five years ago. Yeah, like and you can you can see it on the field. And he also said something during his his speech where he was kind of he kind of like threw a little shot at the Giants fans, like saying, "I will too." Like how they like he said something Trash along the lines of like they, I always appreciate the way you are. Like the way he said it was this like he knows that they're I, trash. Well, they're not. It's not even that they're trash. It's, <laughs> they're it's trash. that he is it. Like he was not. Like he obviously had a bunch of downs, but he had some ups. He won two Super Bowls. It's like for my favorite team, if I can watch him win two Super Bowls in my lifetime already, I would be happy. Regardless of all the downs, I'd be happy because I saw them win two Super Bowls, even one. So a lot of Giants fans. I ain't never gonna see Cowboys win. You know. Like no, they're, they're horrible. But. <laughs> Never gonna see my boys win. This is New York, and New York fans are just—they're just like that. They're just toxic. They expect mm-hmm. since they're the big dog in the U.S., they expect to have mm-hmm. the big dog teams in the U.S. have the best market. Mm-hmm. They're also competing with L.A. And you look at with all the sports: baseball, basketball, football. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch much hockey. I don't know how their hockey fans are, yeah. but I know it's still a big deal over there. Yeah. I mean, they're just 
New Yorkers are assholes in general. Yeah, just the so way they are. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, you, if you're not getting the shit done, then we're going to get it done on our own. So, for him to deal with that, and he even said, like, you brought a, you took a Southern boy from New Orleans. And, like, people forget he's a Southern dude. So, for him to go up to somewhere like New York where it's just rude. We got the hospitality like for your yeah, ass, Everyone down south. Hey, Carlos Mojica. Camera theory, nice to meet you. Shake my hand like a man, goddammit. Dude, I'm not trying to shake your hand. I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to show my heart southern hospitality. Sweaty ass hand, boy. (laughs) But, um, yeah. I mean, I personally think he should go go out the way he's doing it. And I'm glad to see. Now, do you think he should do what some of these other people are doing? Being a coach, being a commentator. I don't really. I don't coach at a high school. I see him on TV, low-key. Like, I think his personality would be good for TV. I could see him being entertaining. Just because, like, the way he is. No, seriously. Just, like, the way he is. I just can't picture him. But it, they were even saying, like, they think he'd be good on TV, like, doing games. I don't want that Tony Romo was going to be what he is. Like, nobody did, personally. Mm, I didn't, think, I didn't think he'd be as good as he was, but I knew he was going to be good. Because if you watch his interviews mm-hmm. post-game or just at the podium, like, he's always been, like, a well-spoken guy. He always yeah. knows what he's talking about. Um, and, like, he's just always like knew like what to say and like and he just knows the game very well and I think that just comes with being around a long time like Eli has so like he's seen different stuff he knows what to look for and all this and that so I can see him being on TV if anything I can't see him coaching because not even like high school or anything nah the only person I can see coaching is Peyton and that's just because he's just so intellectually just his mind like watching his well he has a photographic memory yeah just watching like his detail show on like ESPN plus and all that that's he, good. Yeah, he's good. He's so and he knows everything, and I can see him coaching, and maybe like Eli being like, "Oh, you and like get brought on or something like wherever they go." But I feel like Eli has more of a TV personality because Payton has a TV personality too. But I think Eli is more of like the broadcaster personality, and I think Payton's more of kind of what he's doing, like do stuff here and there. I think Payton wants to coach eventually. That's what I did out of it. So I can see him doing so that. So you, you don't think he'll just stay in retirement? You think he'll go like on ESPN or something? Nah, I personally think. Yeah, I can see him on like ESPN doing become like an NFL analyst. I don't. A lot of times when these people retire, they they have to get back into something. You just see it now nowadays where everyone that's an analyst gets back into something right away. Or relatively quickly. This man, Jason Witten, literally retired and was on TV, like, right away. Uh, he was ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know who else was on TV? Um, Greg Olson. Like, he was, and he was a player. He literally had a bye week and did a Fox game. And I was like, Bro, he's still in the NFL, and he's doing the Fox game? Like, so, I just, they know they're going to be plugged in. Like, honestly, if they're bored, they can know they'll get a job like that. So, I just, it doesn't surprise me if he does that. Well, well, misses ugly ass faces when he gets tackled. That man is not. Nice. Him closing his eyes when he's throwing the ball. We'll miss those for sure. Hope he has fun in his um, retirement. I mean, I feel like a lot of people do. Just go and do things with your family you never get, really got to do before. And that's, yeah, he, you got to take part of that because you just never know when stuff can happen. And yeah. Well, speaking of TV shows and speaking of stuff happening, uh, Boy, like what were you doing when you heard? Kobe, of, what were you doing when you heard of the news? Uh what was it? I think I, I just woke up. Like I was turning on 
Because I know I texted you. I was like, bro. And then you're like, I know, but I don't know. Like, I was I was turning on something on the TV, and I just saw, like, some Call of Duty players um, tweeting, like, this can't be real, this can't be real, this can't be real. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, what? Like, yeah. No, De- no definitely. No. I, <laughs> like, this isn't true. Because uh, I remember I, I was. I start crying for real, dog. <laughs> what was I doing? Oh, I was downstairs, and Colin is like. Bro, Kobe died. I was like, no way. And like Colin, you know, you know Colin. Like, yeah. But I was like, there's no way. And he's like, no, for real. And I just get on Google and just type in. Because like the only it. thing that reported it was like TMZ, TMZ. But TMZ, like they're not. They're, Sometimes they are spot on. Like they. Well, no, I'm just saying that, like they're usually they're they not wrong a lot. Yeah, no, they're not, no, they're not they're wrong. Not wrong actually. No. Oh, wrong. That's why they're where they're at. Okay. Yeah. True. They be on it, boy. Yeah. Um, when I first found out. I definitely cried. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I, like that was our Michael Jordan. Like as a kid, like as who we grew up watching. That was the closest thing, at least with our eyes, that we could see to MJ. So, literally, like if you there was this thing on Twitter. I saw this video of, of it was like an edit someone made. It was like MJ and Michael or MJ and Kobe, and they were playing and doing like because they're, they're the ex- same exact player. Yeah, and literally, it was it was showing them. And nurse their mentality, their games, and all that. The electrifying gameplay, the defensive, yeah, the way that they play defensively, like they're the same exact players. They're gonna talk shit to you on the court. They're gonna talk shit to you at practice. Like they're they're those players that once they get on the court, they're like, I'm gonna bust your ass. Yeah, and they're like, fuck who you are. Like just watching that edit, bro. I literally saw. I was so shocked seeing his like how how similar it was. It literally looked like I was watching the same player, but they were just switching jerseys and switching courts or whoever they were playing in the competition, whatever. But it was just, it was just a video it was edited so well, and just seeing them play and the way they were hooping, I was like, this is literally the closest thing we saw to MJ. When people talk about MJ in the '90s, we're seeing Kobe do this in the '90s and the modern era. Like he played against MJ in the '90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. He did the same thing through the whole thing, and just like some people say, like, like um, what was his name? The Honey Badger, um, Tyre Matthew. Tyre Matthew. He, uh, I agree with him. He was like, you just like you don't you don't think these people die? No, or like, not you think like they that. Live forever. They're supposed to, uh, yeah, get exactly. Old. Like think about all the greats, bro. Yeah. Like that from any sport. Like they're still alive. Yes, and they die from old age. Jerry like, West is like still this. alive. Like. The lo- the logo is still alive. The dude that's the logo is still alive. So it's like Michael Jordan still alive. Derek Jeter still like just go on from and it's just traumatic. Sport. It's not like he and, was yeah. sick or anything. It was literally just the most random thing, the most random thing ever. What really hurt me the most was his daughter and the other two kids that were on there. Yes, like that. Like I don't have no kids or anything, but like that just like touched me a lot. It's like, damn. And watching interviews, he was. The most proud father of his daughter. Oh, he was like, he was happy that he was a daughter's father. Yeah, like he's like, yes, I got girls. Like, I love being a, love being a, a, a father of girls. And he didn't complain one bit. He just they brought there was they asked, uh, how does it feel to not have a boy? And then Gigi was around, and she was like, oh, I got this, I got. This. Well, they they asked Something him like, like 
when are you gonna have a boy so you can go to the NBA? Yeah. And Jesus was like, No, I'm like I'm going, I'm going to the WNBA. I'm yeah. like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I mean, it just shows like his mentality just got passed down. Like she's she was what thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. And right. she already had like, oh no, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why do you need a boy? Like, I'm right here because it's that's just something you. Like, no, but I'm saying like yeah, that, that's her mentality yeah. already at thirteen. Like, Cause and that just it just seems like what he took from basketball. He just, as in like, attacking, yeah. like basketball, practicing, busting your ass, like all all of that. Mm-hmm. Like he took that and like did it with his family. Like he was trying to be the best father he could, yeah. trying to be the best coach he could. Like he just it seemed like he just tried to be the best at everything. And he was kind of you know not in a bad way. I know, but he was taking that he was taking that same approach into the next phase of his life. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like the. His mentality, he, yeah. he wanted to take in the next phase of his life and just attack everything he was doing. So he knew he was done playing. I watched his Jared Kobe uh, Oscar award-winning short he made. Mm-hmm. I watched it recently, and the way he just described the ending. Up when I watched I it again, I was like... <laughs> and just the way he like described the ending, he... And it was like, my body can't take the pounding, but my heart could take whatever. Yeah. I forgot how he said it. And just knowing he he literally was just getting started. Just with life, he's just only forty one, man. Just being like, able to spend so all that young. time with his kids and be able to develop his daughter. Like I'm gonna spend this time. I'm gonna take you to these games, and you're gonna meet these players. You're not going to not know the game. You're gonna be around just because you're a female, a woman doesn't make you any less of these players. Yeah. And him sh- just showing that as being one of the all-time great and not having a son and being able to support his daughter and whatever she was doing just was just remarkable to me because a lot of the times people aren't like that as father figures. They're just, yeah. even even as, even as pro athletes, they, they just kind of don't care. They're about themselves. Obviously, Kobe wanted to get his. He was the ultimate competitor, but he knew I'm going to be the ultimate competitor or something else. The dude he, won an Oscar, bro, immediately after he retired for he, a short film. He, in one of his interviews, he even said, like, he wants to remember what he did off the court. And whether if it's with his family or whether if it's with the new generation of basketball players. Yeah. He just wanted to be remembered what he did off the court. And I think, I mean, we saw after he retired, he was already helping... Giannis and uh, people like that, um, working with them, tell them to go win MVPs. His daughter, we saw videos of him in their house, like them already practicing basketball and like telling them how to like make room so you can create your shot. And it just looked like he was already making, he was already making that. Yeah, like that he made a transition very yeah. easily. It wasn't a lot of people struggle with post retirement. Um, Shannon was talking about it, just how people kind of just don't know what they want to do. They're just so even for someone like me, even for someone like me that is transitioning from playing football in college, just become just starting to work and get accustomed to not being able to go play football and stuff like that. Just that post retirement for these pro athletes is ridiculous because that's all they've known. That's also how. A lot of them mm-hmm. have gotten out, but he's always wanted to be a family man. Though that's the yeah. thing. That's why he started. That's why he got a helicopter. 
That was the only reason he got a helicopter, so he could spend more time with yeah, his family. Yeah, because I heard he lived like an hour and a half from stuff, and yeah. he like had to be in L.A. traffic. Yeah, that shit's trash. Yeah, horrible. Like, he, he wanted to spend as much time with his family. Like, he wanted to go work out in the morning, fly back, take his daughter to school, and do what he had to do. Go pick her up, go work out again, go to the game, come back before his daughter goes to sleep or something. Like, just spend time with Like, he wanted to be a family man. Like, that's, that was, I feel like that was his goal from the beginning his big goal from the beginning I personally think it was like a freak accident because they said he's been flying helicopters like that for 20 plus years like he's like that's the pilot yeah okay but they said but but they said Kobe still would take like helicopters to his own workouts like he was they said he was doing that when he was a Laker I don't know if he flew them though that's what they were that's at least they said they said he He probably didn't fly them because the one that I mean when he crashed he had his own pilot like he wasn't flying. He no, I know. Like he wasn't yeah, flying. But, I, but I'm I mean, saying, like he got t- like he would take into the facility and stuff like that, and it just it was definitely a freak accident. It's just I mean, so random. Like it's definitely unfortunate, and I mean they. I just I don't know. I can't say like I just can't make a comment on like they shouldn't have been flying. Like they should have drove. Like they shouldn't have been gone out in general just because yeah, it was so just, foggy. They but they it was just like so much. They were just used to. It. Yeah, it didn't, just, it didn't seem like anything. So I'm like, think about it like this: you get into a car and you're so mindless now. Like driving is one of the most dangerous things you can do, but we do it so much and so often. We just get. In and the you car don't and even realize it either. And you don't even know because it's so robotic. And you're yeah. just like, nothing's gonna happen to me because I just do this all the time. Yeah, and. I know a lot of people are like a scared of, or afraid of flying and stuff like that. And that's probably his helicopter, like the way how he was got in the helicopter. Yeah, he probably thought the same way as we think driving. Yeah, like uh, like it's fine. Like I, I, he's done this before. I do this all yeah. the time. Like there's nothing new. And just I know like him just to fathom him holding his daughter, like knowing like this is it, like. Because it's not, it's not just gonna be like a dramatic. You just it just blows up or something. It's, he's gonna hit and they're gonna crash. like you like it you hits know. and you're, you're going you're and going and going like know, you know like, like you know it's this is it yeah like you don't know how long it takes for that to happen but those seconds are gonna seem like an eternity yeah, and you're just thinking of wow not like this yeah. and he he's one of those people that's like not like this he's one of the people I'm supposed to show my kids to and. Like this is who I used to watch growing up. So who are you watching? Oh, that's who's that's who's our Kobe. Like nah, our Kobe's better. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's just a shame to see that. It's one of those deaths. Like when Michael Jackson died and all these super famous people. It was one of those deaths that just made the earth stand still for like a day. Everyone was. Shit, I'm still standing still. More, Three days later, and like I still than, can't believe. Like I I cannot wrap my mind that he's gone. Like yeah. I just I can't. It's just and he personally. Wasn't my favorite player, but I always respected his mentality. You have to just because the way he had att- att- he wasn't he game. wasn't my favorite player, but he's just, up on the Spurs, huh? Yeah, that's why. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I hated Kobe just because like he always just shit on the Spurs always. Yeah, until the playoffs came, then it was it's tougher battle. Like, yeah. he, he even said it. Uh, like one of his most recent interviews. Yeah. Um. He said that if the Spurs weren't in the NBA, they would have won like five more championships or something like that. He said that was like that was his toughest opponents yeah, were the Spurs, Spurs. Were pretty dominant during his his prime too. Like he gave a, he gives a lot of credit to Pop and like Tim Duncan. 
Um, I'm sure he respects him too. Watching but, him mature just with Shaq and stuff. Looking back on their relationship. Just watching his life because they got him. Like he went to the NBA at 17. Yeah. And he retired at 37. And he was in he was in an all-star game and he wasn't even a starter on the Lakers. But he's in an all-star game at 18. So their league's literally telling you he's chosen. He's up next. He's going to be the next and like guy. Him not being a starter on the Lakers and him being in the all-star game, that, that shows you that people wanted to watch him play. Yes. People look forward to watching him play. And that's like, I hated him when he played the Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> but I love like watching him play other people because it was just, it was, like I said, it was electric. Fine, like you always wanted to see. Oh, what is Kobe gonna do today? What is Kobe gonna do today? Is he gonna dunk on somebody? Is he gonna bust a three in three people's faces like he did last game? Like, what is yeah. he gonna do? Or today? Or it back on childhood, like you know when you play pick a basketball on the street. And you would not pass and stuff, or someone on your team was not passing. You're like, bro, you're playing like Kobe, like you're ball hogging, like. Or even when you shoot, like, you have in the that repetition, like in your mind, you're like, dang, like Kobe. He a changed ball the hog? game, but in your mind, it doesn't matter because it's Kobe. Like, it's just, that's, that's just him. That's his game. Personally, he made he made people Lakers fans. Lakers one of the most historic like he. Franchise. I mean, that's how we think of him, but at the same time, like he still had like three thousand assists. Oh no, he's cold, bro. Yeah, like, he still has some nasty passes, bro. But that's just what people think because obviously we were young back and then. And I think so people really know. don't kind of. Yeah. I mean, even even older people, they just still didn't. They don't know like, either. They, they don't know either. They just because all they saw was a scoring. They didn't really. They just kind of forgot about like and he, he the was, defensive player he was and like yeah. all the assists he always had. I mean, maybe all those assists came from Shaq because. Yeah. Like, and like Shaq was just dominant, but like, ridiculous. but at the same time, like he really wasn't a ball hog. But even if he was a ball, like even if he was ball hog, like he, he was still gonna get his. And you can't even call him selfish because I know a lot of people used to call him selfish, but no one's selfish if they're beating you to the facility every morning. You're the first one in, last one to leave, or they're leaving at six and you're just walking in. That person's not selfish because in my mind, if someone like that's on my team, I'm gonna be like, okay. And you, and also him. Him when they're at practice and him like saying like you're not gonna score on me or any of that like he's just trying to make you better like yeah he got on their ass a lot but at the same time he's trying to make them better he wasn't being selfish he wasn't being a dick he just he wanted them to be better and uh, not too long ago the um, they asked Swaggy P I believe like what was your most like what was the club memory the most and he was yeah. like we played Portland and he was like we got our ass smoked. And after that game, Kobe took all of our Kobe shoes and said we couldn't use them because we were soft. Yeah, damn. Like, that's not selfish. He just wants you to be better. Yeah. Like how? Like how would you feel if Kobe Bryant came to you and said like, "Oh, you can't wear number twenty four because like if for football you can't wear number twenty four because you're soft and you, and everybody just catch on over you." Like you just have to be better. Like you just like goddamn. Like, I got I got to get to work. That's just like a pride <laughs> thing because I mean that's someone you can take that from. You can take that criticism from. You know, there's people in your life that are going to criticize you, and you're like, I'm not taking you seriously because yeah. of what you're doing or like how you carry yourself or approach the day. But when Kobe tells you something, if he's giving you advice, that literally a mama mentality is, is real because it's... Like you said, he was in the gym before everybody, left the gym after everybody. Yes. Before the game, he was there before everybody taking shots, warming up. And he had the basketball. He would call... He called, There's... On uh, the, the segment they did on TNT... Um, he called Dwayne Wade and kept calling him, kept calling him, kept calling him. Dwayne Wade kept declining because he didn't know who it was. And he finally answered. He was like, yo, it's Kobe. And like Dwayne was like, oh, shit, my fault. But um, he called Dwayne Wade. He was like, you're one of the best pick and roll players. So-and-so uh, is stopping me when I'm doing the pick and roll. And you have success over them. What do I have to do to do that? 
Like, he was always, always, always working, no matter what time it was. And he always went into the minor detail. There's always these these great athletes. And we're like, okay, what's their flaw? Because that's what you want to find. You find their flaw. A lot of times, you, they really don't work on it. The greats, the real great, what really makes someone a great player is, one, if they're already immensely talented, and then, two, they take it to a whole nother level. So those little details, like what you just stated – they literally explain. And another one, he he um, when AI that him and AI got drafted in the same class, yeah, the best class, the best draft class ever. Which um, was that ninety ninety two thousand three draft class is nice too. Ninety eight, I believe. Ninety eight, ninety nine. One of those. I think it's ninety eight. It's, it's between those two, probably. Um, he, I think they just played the Lakers, or they're gonna play the Lakers the next day. I forgot what the case was, but they just landed in L. A. or Something happened, and Kobe took AI to dinner, and he asked, he's like, what are you about to go do after this? He was like, oh, I'm about to go to the club. He asked AI, what are you about to do after this? He's like, oh, I'm going to the club. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to the gym. 96. That was a draft class. 96. Okay. Um, And he was like, I'm going to the club. And Kobe was like, I'm going to the gym. Like, you just had dinner, so it's probably, what, 7, 8 o'clock? Yeah. Maybe sure. 9? And, and they're rookies, like, right? Is there a rookie year? No, this wasn't the rookie year. But I'm just saying, uh, so okay, they they, yeah, they got okay. drafted together. So like they just it's probably like yeah. yeah. But still like I mean, even if it was their rookie year, like still like I know, to have that mentality. Also, oh, I'm the saying, the club. Like, people that rookie year like they get drafted. You're like, damn, I made it in their mind because you're like, yeah, especially like well, yeah, he was promised guy. Well, I made yeah. it. And what, what it's like one what's one game? What's one game? And at 17 years old, do, you know, yeah, you have that mentality. Like I have all this money, I can do what I want. As yeah. long as I'm playing and producing, it doesn't really matter. And like at, he, like you said, he was one of those players. Like no matter what it was, no matter how big, how small, he wanted to get better. When he first came in and he heard about those two shots, he fed off that. Yeah, he fed off that negative energy. Like people talk shit and everything. And excuse me, he was one of those people that just wanted to prove people wrong too. And that just comes from the mama mentality. Yeah. And like with that, he left us with so many. So many memories. Mm-hmm. So um. now, also, just the mom mentality, his Achilles. Just seeing him shoot those free throws with a torn Achilles, being able to put that in his mind, where I need to make these steps, take these necessary steps to be able to continue to play, regardless if. I don't know how severe the injury is. In his mind, he's like, okay, I'm just hurt. But he doesn't know how severe the injury is, but I'm going to shoot these free throws. Come back, rehab. People are saying he was done then. I think he played for, what, three years after that? Three years. Yeah, come back, rehab, play for three more years, regardless if his team was good or not. But in his mentality, we know it was was sad to see him not be the same, but he still put that work in to just be be able to play and be the best that he can be. That that was it. Like He just wanted to be – he wanted to retire knowing that he did everything he could to be the best. Yeah. That that and I just I don't know, man. It it sucks. Like I just like I said, I just can't. It's just I can't upsetting. Yeah. I feel for everybody else. He's definitely on the, that on that helicopter. And all the, the other families. And that's there's three of them. Needs to three, get ta- three I think touched on, on a little bit more. Obviously, Kobe's such an immense figure, but. You don't want to overshadow these other people's deaths, yeah. and they need to be touched on because 
everyone's life's important in this world because you never know who can offer what. They had families as well. Exactly. And these those girls could have been the next great what who whatever. I mean, you never know who's going to have been talking anything. about them. And it's just it's just so sad. And I personally now I've already kind of put that mindset on my life where I have to take a different stab at things and treat things better and my mentality towards things. If I'm going to do something, I got to do it all 100% to my ability. And now it just puts it in perspective more. It's like someone like that is doing that. And everyone's mourning and upset. But what's going to be sad in reality is what in the next probably two weeks, people are going to go back to doing the same shit they do all the time, mm-hmm. making the same excuses they make all the time, not really caring. But they can fix that and make a change. And if they really, if they really look at things with a certain, certain eye, they'll they'll take that mentality and be like, "Nah, like that right there was a wake up call for me to. If I have something that's not I don't like in my life, I'm gonna fix it." So yeah. that's what I took out took from it from my my standpoint. Yeah. What did you take? He from left it? us. He left us a lot of memories on and off the court, and he touched a lot of people's hearts on and off the court. Whether it's them, some they saw him being a the dad, the great dad he was, or yeah. him dropping eighty one points on the Raptors. Like he just left us so many memories and touched a lot of people, and he'll be dearly missed by everyone. Um, our, was sixty two, yeah, sixty one. Um, I know our our thoughts and prayers are off to his family and. Everybody else that was on that plane, I mean that uh, helicopter. Um, yeah, and it just kind of this life's not promised. You got to do what you can while you have your time yeah. on the earth. So, <sighs> so touchy one for me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, but let's uh, try to get off off the sad note. Um, I know we got the Super Bowl coming up. The Super weekend. Bowl is fifty. One? No, it's not fifty-one. No, we already uh, like we already had fifty-one. Super Bowl 50. 54, I believe. Okay, I think it's fifty-four. Okay, so we predicted this. Yeah, I, I personally, if for you don't know people that don't know, I personally on Twitter there was like a giveaway for Madden, and on that giveaway for Madden, it was like pick your dark horse to win whatever division. Pick the 49ers. and people were like, "You're crazy." The Seahawks are in there. Wait, did you get a no, free I did not get mad at no. <laughs> but um, the Seahawks are in there. Um, the Cardinals are an intriguing team, and the Rams are in there. So it's like the 49ers, they weren't good last year. That division's tough. It's tough. I mean, and this was before we knew the Rams weren't going to be as good as they yeah, were. But still, they but still like, won nine Going games. into it, like, that's yeah. tough. Because it was before the season? Yes. Yeah, I'm like, that's tough. And I picked the 49ers just based off of Why? I just like the really like their front office. I really like Kyle Shanahan as a coach because even when all those, he had all his injuries, he was still putting up points in the games he was playing. So he is a great mastermind at calling plays and kind of running and organizing a team. Also, I just knew what the way they were drafting over the last couple of years with him and John Lynch, and they also had I think they had like a joint agreement. So they both got brought into contract together. So they're both under contract together for I think it's like seven or eight years. So they got like a and I do like this moving forward. Like I like the NFL giving these people these guaranteed big deals because a lot of the you see these organizations they're not good because they don't believe in that you can't just turn shit around like that. Like you really have yeah, to yeah put something in it. And having those two football minds because apparently like Kyle Shanahan's been a part of football since he's been like sixteen. Because you know why he's so good, right? Because his dad or what? Why? Why? You don't know why? 
I mean, I know he's been around his I mean, he, he, his dad. As well, I think he's a disciple of the Bill Walsh coaching tree, and then Kyle Shanahan was under his dad. That's not why. Why though? What's why? What's your reasoning? Because he's born and raised in Texas, baby. Okay, that that maybe. that Texas store, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know we you know we build different out here. May, yeah, we're nice. Yeah, but well, that's why I'm take that with pride. I don't know. I personally think he, Texas bun, goddamn super. <laughs> I just think he's a, I think he's a great coach, and I just pick, he's a great coach for even for even as, as young as he is. And that's a, a trend now. We're seeing more in the NFL. The, it doesn't the age demographic really doesn't matter. These coaches are coming in, just like the players are coming in, ready, like ready to go. Does, man. It, it matters. Oh, no, still I just feel like it's still an old no, person's game for now, but that's also. I mean, it just, just. I mean, it just comes with evolution. Like it's going to evolve, and like we're you're going to have young coaches, you're going to have young players, and yeah. I think the young coaches are coming in just because they can relate more to those young players. We're, we're also just now starting to see the young coaches too. Like yeah. it's kind of like it's just now starting. Because like him, Sean McVay, um, Sean McVay Cliff, Matt Rule now. Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. It's, uh, it's just now certain. Yeah. Of, and then like I'm pretty sure like Mike Vrabel and them aren't that old because they just like played in the NFL. Mike Mike Vrabel was on the was on the same team as Tom Brady winning Super Bowls. So he's, yeah, not he's probably like and late thirties, late thirties, early forties. That's yeah. not old. So it's it's gonna be a good one. I hope it comes down. I think it'll come down to. I think it's gonna come down to defense. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's going to be as a high scoring game as everybody thinks it's going to be. Really? I honestly don't. What is the over? Do you know? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. What is it? Is it... Um, let me check. Let me look. I, I, yeah, I don't know, but I just, I think it's going to come down to defense. Um, just that's what wins you. Like that's defense wins championships, and we already know the Forty ers have to have the defense to do it. Like they ranked number one in defense, they allowed like two hundred and forty yards of offense this year. You can just go on ESPN, click on the Super Bowl, and go all the way down. Is it a spread or what? Yeah, they said the over under on there too. Okay. Um, if y'all didn't know that, if y'all are some betters like me, I'm a betting man. <laughs> go all the way down, click on the ESPN app, click on the game, go all the way down. So that's everything you need to know. I personally think down to I think it's You think it's gonna come down the wire? No. Uh, maybe. I think it's I think it's gonna be higher scoring than you think. I think Kyle Shanahan is gonna no. I'm gonna tell you why. I think Kyle Shanahan wants to he's gonna open up the playbook. Cause they're gonna be able to do whatever they want to the Chiefs. I don't think so. I'm telling you right now. I don't think so. The way they run the ball, they're gonna be able to I'm telling you, they're gonna be able to do whatever whatever they want. I to don't the think Chiefs. just because I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big person in experience. That doesn't matter. Andy Reid can't win the big games. I'm a new, I'm a big person in experience, and okay. Um, I he can't win the big game, but he's been there. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. Kyle Shanahan hasn't been there. It doesn't matter. It, I feel like team, it does, but his is way better. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been there. I mean, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, the Chiefs be. haven't been there either, but like they've had the experience of being in the AFC champions. Yeah. Like they've had they've had the experience of the big time game already. Yeah. That's why I think the Chiefs are gonna win personally. The experience I, is amazing. I have I have I have the score either being like 27-21, 27-24 Chiefs. Um that's gonna be the under. It's 54 and a half. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to want to. I think he's going to want to really show that 
Keep I mean, they have they have the number one running defense in the NFL. They average two hundred yards. The front rushing. seven is ridiculous. The front seven is ridiculous. They they have a great tight end. Uh, they have the number one defense in the NFL. But I don't know, man. I just I, I really think it just does come down to that experience. Just on like as a whole, the coaching, the players, like they've been in that big game before. So just like I think that's going to give them the upper hand. Yeah. Just like I said, Kyle's never been in that big game before. Uh, Jamie's never been in that game, big game before. Kittle hasn't been in that game, big game before. The, the game experience does not matter. I feel like not it does. In, not in NFL. I not, feel like it does. Not when you're. It's such a big stage. Like it's a Super Bowl, bro. But these people are. The team is. It's the it's, Super it's Bowl. Not gonna matter. Mahomes never been in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I'm saying they've had that big game experience. It doesn't matter. They, they, like, so have they. AFC champion. So have they. They just won Man. the NFC. This one, one the NFC. It doesn't won, matter. Like, they still won. I feel it. like it does. They won in on their first try. I feel like it does. It doesn't. The only. Thing I mean, yeah, they won on their first try, but also with the Chiefs, the, the NFC was kind of weak this year. I'm the, not gonna the lie. Way they starting. No, the NFC was not weak. The NFC is way better than the AFC. The teams were way better. The only uh, team that was good in the AFC besides the Chiefs were the Ravens. Ravens. That's it. The Titans just got hot in the playoffs. The NFC. I had, don't think they're a bad team. The though. NFC had. The bro, Seahawks were hurt. Okay, they were the the, the Packers weren't good. They had no offense. The Packers just didn't play anyone. The Eagles sucked. The NFC is just better in general. I'm, I'm not talking. You're talking about the top teams. When you look at the whole depth of the conference, who was, who was their who was their competition? Look at the depth of the conference. It's not even close. You have, who, in the, I'm talking about in the playoffs though. That's the, that's not their problem in the playoffs, bro. They can do that to anyone. The way they're but running the, the ball, they can but do it just anyone. it just shows like. The Chiefs were in a lot harder game, in my opinion, than the than the bro. If the Chiefs get down, because the the, the Titans had a good a good defense and they had an offense, I was clicking better with yeah, but Tannehill. The Chiefs, then the, the the Packers just they already blew them out once at home. Okay, they blew them out. What I'm saying is the Chiefs they get down in these games and they're not. If you get down on Fort Niners like that, that shit's not. They're not coming back because they're not coming back because. Of the way the 49ers run the ball, they, bro, they're literally running. Yeah, they, the holes. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, like they just they didn't really. Man, who who they who they beat to make it to the? They beat the Vikings. The Vikings beat the Saints on the road. That's one of the hardest things to do in that, the NFL. Yeah, that that was probably the hardest game in the NFC. Yes, that, that game was the hardest game in the NFC. Yeah, so I mean, but. Uh, in the in the, the 49ers have just looked better all year than the Chiefs. They've just dominated everyone they played, and that's why I don't know. Like the Chiefs, I want the Chiefs to win. But I I'm going for the, the Chiefs. I want. I am a homeboy. I want. The, but I think the Chiefs. I think. I think they're going to lose. I want them to win, though. I just think they're. Gonna like lose. I said, I mean, I have the Chiefs 20, 27, 21, 27, 24, somewhere around there. I think, like I said, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. It's, I mean, there's they have you no know, pro safety. It's a great match. Yeah, I mean, they 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 have. I mean, that defense is stacked, but like, it's the Chiefs. They can, they can do what they want. Like, look at their offense, bro. Like, they have so many weapons. They have weapons in uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, like they have weapons. The running game isn't bad. Like, I just, it just. Like I said, they—I feel like they—they're a team that, for one, going back to the—they the, they have that Mamba mentality. If they're down, they don't care. They stay positive throughout the whole thing. They know that they're going to come back. Well, that's just because the they're, they're so explosive. Yeah, and, and that's just, why I'm just like, I, I don't. But what? 
They have not played no the defense. They have not played a defense like the 49ers. No, but the 49ers also haven't played an offense like theirs. That's fine. The 49ers have an offense just as comparable to theirs because they can score running the football. Yeah. Uh, just I like, just, like, bro. It's, I mean, yeah, and they have Debo and they have Kittle. Their team is cold, bro. Their team is nasty. Like, the Chiefs have a good offense, <laughs> but the 49ers, like, they're just solid. Like, the whole team is just like, but they have the best fullback in the NFL. And, the way they use him, like blocking and what's name? Monsters and Monster Check. Yeah, something I don't know like something crazy, but something like that. He's cold, bro. Like I watched the way they run the ball. They literally have two tight ends and they lose like a receiver, like split them out wide. But they can though. That's a, like the two tight ends they have are dogs. Yeah, and I was watching um, NFL mic'd up like on YouTube, and when I was watching that, they were showing like George Kittle. And he was literally like, for, uh, for tight, like him and Travis Kelsey, it's just crazy watching both of them. Gotta drink my water like a gamer. I don't know who's, who do you think's better? Kelsey. Just because he's been in the league longer, established more. But uh, I think I over know, time bro. it might be Kittle, but I mean, just Travis Kelsey yeah, just Travis more Kelsey explosive is plays and everything. More explosive and, plays, and, but it's also the system. I mean, he clean. George Kittle. This man, George Kittle. I don't Kittle. see that man fit off the field. Clean. Yeah, he is clean. Clean. But George Kittle led the. Got himself a black queen on the side. Clean. <laughs> You're a fool, but George Kittle led the NFL in receiving yards last year with for tight ends with n- no Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I'm not saying Jimmy Garoppolo is like that, but did they have Debo last year? No, he just got drafted. Also, yeah, that's right. They I also have, take that into consideration though. Too, right now, already. also, also take that into consideration though. Debo, no, who they had receiving wise. Like, if that's your only target, then yeah, you're gonna go to him. More. But that's not even his own, their only target because they have hella injuries right last now. year. I know, but that no, that I'm saying they have to I'm, my opinion. But we're t- I'm talking about last. Okay. You said he was the number one receiving tight end last year. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about last year. If like that's your only target, then I'm that. But it I'm wasn't take is that. what I'm saying because this year who else did they have? Emmanuel or they had uh, Marquise Goodwin. They had. Um, Bro, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you're going to tell me Marquise Goodwin? They had, I'm a Texas fan, they had, but they had, you're going to tell me Marquise Goodwin? They had Pettis from Washington, who was a good rookie. He was like in the top in receiving yards. He got hurt. And so, like, this year. And he got hurt, right? Yeah, but think about. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if that's your only target, yeah, you're going to throw to him more. That's why he has more yards. But, like, they had Kareem Hunt last year. They had Tyree Kill. Like, they had Travis Kelsey. They had a lot of targets to throw to. And he can run. So, that's probably why he's going to have more yards. Yeah, but I I just, I just personally think I, Travis. I think Kittle's number the best, second best tight end. I just think Travis. The reason I say I'm taking Kittle is because he can block way better. Like the way he he literally he loves, can block he way better. But it, and and like he loves the Chiefs' it. offense isn't designed. It's not, but for Travis Kelsey, it's designed for him catching. The but ball. when Kittle catches the ball, he's doing the same stuff. Like like in that Saints game when he caught that pass in the regular season, bro, he literally is just like I'm gonna just do what yeah, I want. He's massive, big boy. Like I'm just do what I want and. Uh, they're both good. Travis Kelsey, they're both, that too, I, I say Travis is the best. That's the thing about Travis Kelsey. They they're interchangeable. Honestly, that's what it, that's really. Honestly, they're interchangeable. Yeah, they're honest, I just A&E. say Travis Kelsey just because he's established more, more. season. Yeah, and he's more season. Like that's that's why I say Travis Kelsey. I just hope it's not like last year's Super Bowl because it was so boring. Like I'm a football fan and I like great defense, but it just wasn't entertaining to me. I obviously watched the whole game because yeah. Super Bowl, but it's just I just this year I was like, yes, both these teams are stacked. Like. This is exciting. Everyone's been talking about it. They've been another Tyreek going to bust the uh, Richard Sherman's ass, boy. What'd you say about Tyreek? Tyreek's going to bust Richard Sherman's ass. Yeah, I hope so. The only reason I want Richard Sherman. Do you like Richard Sherman? Uh, I used to a lot when I was younger. I like his. I like him as a 
Oh, I also like. I like him, him as a player. I, I don't like, like him when he, well. when he gets like he's just annoying on the mic, yeah. bro. I, I like his mentality like, dude, as well. Just the way he is, he he like talks arrogant or what? I don't even know. It's not arrogant. Like the it's way a good word. It's just like you saw that stuff with him. And yeah, Rivas, and like the way he came out to draw Rivas when Rivas was playing, got off injuries. You can't fault Sherman for doing that because he at his at that time he wanted to be the top. He wanted to be the best. Yeah. But I'm not taking Sherman over Rivas ever. Because the stuff I've seen Revis do, he made real, DBs. Like, he made he DBs. Made, like, like he made like islands. Like, I, yeah. When you talk about island, you think of Revis Island. Like that's like the first person you think about it. And Revis also shadowed people, and they had Cromartie on. Yeah, because Richard Sherman doesn't cover the best receiver. No, he's just a scheme. In the NFL. Like they say, he's a scheme corner, and that's why he gets so like defensive. Because he, he says is. he can play man, but he is the teams he's been on have been. Like he's been scheming, yeah. like he's just playing zones and cover threes, and he can press, but he should be six. Like three. the Seahawks were a zoned defense, yeah. Like and they even literally now. just go watch a game. It's a little zone defense. And like and Carmardi said, you can't really fault him because that's not he's not asked to shadow. So he's not asked to go follow the best. He because Carmardi said when he was playing with Revis, I shadowed as Do well. Do you think he can? I personally think he can. I think he can cover some man on man, but I'm not taking. Do you think he can cover the best receiver each and every play? No, because there's there's multiple corners I'm taking over him for just man purposes. Like I'll take Darius Slay over him. I'll take probably I'm taking Marcus uh, Peters. Nah, because he he made all pro too as a corner. That's just because he gambles. I like him, but he just getting burnt. I'd probably take. What about Patrick Peterson? He's getting older, but him Stephon Gilmore Uh for sure. Andrew Davis White. Because like, they're man. Like, there's just a bunch of corners. Like, to me, if you can't play man, I even like going back to, um, going back to college. We used to talk about all the time. Like, if you can't play man, then, like, that's just a pride thing. Like, yeah. If you can't go out there, because you can't play man, you just can't keep up with them, really. Yeah. And it's just, it's just different. Like either your footwork isn't there, your hip work isn't there. You're just not fast enough. You're just not strong enough. Whatever the case is, that's, that's all it is. Like, it's just. I just don't trust you because one of those things. And personally, I just, I, he just his antics are ridiculous. Like I know a lot of people didn't like Baker this year, but him lying on Baker saying he didn't shake his hand, something so that's what I'm saying. He's just like, like, just, like I'm just like for that's what I said. Like I, that's why like, I, I was what? like I don't, I don't. Yeah. Oh and you think that's gonna motivate your team? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's why I want. That's why I want Tyreek to yeah, bust his I, ass. I, like just. And that, and I was, I was telling one of my good friends, I was one of my good friends that likes the Chiefs. I was like, dude, I want, I was like, I want Mahomes to bust his ass one because, at the end of the day, he can't really get mad at Revis because Revis was just saying like, this right here shows why he's. Bro, which is like this, sitting back watching the game. He was like, and then, but I also can't fault Sherman because oh, Sherman's career. He was like, I've done because Sherman also tore his Achilles. And Sherman also was like, that's a tough injury to come yeah, to. And he was like, I'm at a my year nine is different from your nine. You're not, and he's not lying. But the way Revis also didn't take care of his body, he did things that Sherman does that separates them as in preparation and stuff. And that's why Sherman's playing longer. But prime Revis and prime Sherman, this is not even close, in my opinion, to be honest. Like, like you don't even say Sherman Island. No, like like they're both. You say Revis, they're both going to be Hall of Famers. They both have Super Bowls. This fool Revis won a Super Bowl with um, the Patriots, and then even when he went to Tampa Bay, he was still a Pro Bowler, and that was like later in his career. So I don't know. I personally think I like Sherman as a player. Um, sometimes I think he does some kind of you know he's like to me like like he's annoying. Like there's if you're good, 
you don't have to do the extra stuff. Yeah. In my your game speaks for itself. Your game speaks for itself. Like you don't hear Tyron Matthew talking. And right now, I think if also I think I mean, he's like, not a corner; he's a safety, but still, like yeah, you don't hear him talking. He, and he just backs it up. But yeah. I think going into just this matchup with Mahomes, I think that they win the Super Bowl. We're gonna have another dynasty on our hands, bro. Like because <laughs> the way he honestly with their team, whoever wins the Super Bowl, really. Yeah, but I think the 49ers would be a little easier to knock off than the Chiefs because everybody's so young on the Chiefs. And just the way Mahomes is just he's literally just a cheat easily just a cheat code. Like I feel like you could scheme the 49ers. Like even though Kyle Shanahan is smart, I feel like you can kind of scheme them up maybe going in the future. But Mahomes is just certain things he just does that I watch and I'm just like, like what are you supposed to do? Like I've never seen that in my life. He can throw. I've literally never seen he can what run. He's seen what he does in my life. He can throw with his eyes closed better than Eli Manning. And he's the perfect mix between like a fiery dude and like he's chill. Like he'll turn up. And you know why? And interject. He's from Texas. He's but. a Texas boy. We feel <laughs> differently. But give me your score and give me a winner. And I I'll told you, I, I got, I got, I got them Chiefs. 27-21, 27-24, somewhere around there. But I got the Chiefs. We got a few Longhorns in there. You got any you got any Sooners you got a in there? Flugger roll alum at... Uh, you got any Sooners in there? Yeah, Damian Williams starts for the Chiefs. Damn it. Of course, bro. We're everywhere. We'll go over. Oh, you DNA. But... We got more Longhorns in there than Sooners in that's there. That's fine. Trash. Yeah. UT's trash. Yeah. They're probably on the bench or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, Alex Okafer, shout out to him. He plays for the Chiefs. I think he starts low key. Does he yeah, start? Yeah, he starts. See, that's live, bro. Like, start out to him. He starts with Chiefs. So, if he wants on the map, baby. He'll get, get a ring. Look at Texas on the map now. He'll get a ring. Um, so, I personally think score wise, I think. Ain't that where I came from? He from Flugger too, right? Geno punched. He's from Flugger right? Yes, hell yeah. I personally think the 49ers are going to win, but it's going to be their win by three. And I'm going to go like. 35 32 like the score is kind of weird but I'm gonna go 35 so weird how do bro just you see some shit happen but (laughs) 35 32 I mean 32 like how I don't know some shit's gonna happen I was gonna say 31 it's ugly I mean 31 that's more let's go 35 31 just so it sounds yeah it sounds way Um, better (laughs) I think it'll be I think it'll be a great game and then it'll be kind of slow during the third quarter I think it'll be slow to start off just the first quarter's gonna be slow I, I don't know. I could just because like, I just see the Chiefs like coming said, out and just throwwing a bomb, like just <laughs> like eighty yards of stupid shit. And he'll say, "My homeboy, as you're throwing it." Yeah, and, then, and Tyreek Hill busting Sherman's ass. I want the Chiefs to win because I just like Mahomes and I just like the team better. Like I the like players, the, the players. I like Andy Reid too. Better, and I want him to win too. Like he's like been Andy in the NFL Reed. for a while. He he's, seems like a nice. He guy. is due, so he is due for a ring. The man with the five straight NFC championships with the Eagles, he is due. This is nothing to talk about. He's due. Um, the only Super Bowl is against. Patriots, right? Yeah, like an 01. 04. Oh, mm. oh, yeah, it was 04. It was 04. It was earlier than that. It was, way, it was later. I know he lost. Cause, cause it was definitely 04 because the year after that, McNabb got hurt in 05 because they had T.O. in 04. Because T.O. was... When they get Vic? They got Vic like 09, 2010, maybe. Uh, that doesn't matter. Super Bowl, 2004. But, so you got the 49ers? And I got Chiefs? Yeah, it was 04. Or... Oh three, oh four. They played the the uh, Panthers. The it was a Panthers uh, Patriots. Oh four. So mm-hmm. Steve Smith went off in that game. But yeah, I got the Chiefs or I got the 49ers winning. I want the Chiefs to win, but I'm gonna be realistic and I think the 49ers will win and close it out. And 
get ready for the draft and whatnot. So sounds like we need to make a bet. What you trying to bet? I don't know. Swole season me. around the corner. You trying to give me? I'm already swole up. Trying to give me the push-ups of the score combined, but either one we win. We record it. What you trying to do? The simple and simple, economical. You know we broke these days. But pubs. What you what you trying to bet? <laughs> like oh, that's a good one. We should try and bet some lemonade. Simply like a, some simply. Bet, bet like uh, was it a gallon? Is that the biggest one they make? I I honestly don't. I know probably a like a gallon or something. Yeah, I think it's a gallon. We bet. Well, I know you pick whatever you pick. I'll go with it. And I I'm, I hate people that don't pay for their bets. So whatever. Don't pay it is, for I, their bets. That, yeah, oh, like, like don't hold up the, the bargain. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like uh, what's point of bet? Yeah. I mean, that's up to you. You pick and we go with it. Cameraman, you got any suggestions? How you gonna make? How you gonna be like? We should bet. I just see if you have suggestions. All right. Ain't nobody tell you to yell at us. Um, nah, bro, I don't know. I say push-ups. We do push-ups. Combined score. I think that's just the easiest and safest way, and we can figure out what we want to do going into the future. Will my fat ass pass out while I'm doing push-ups? That's fine. And revive you and get you. Revive you some Call of Duty? Make you do this shit again. <laughs> well, this, this was fun. That was this a great good. episode, we, I think. This was the first one in a while. Touch, it was finally good to sit down. I know a lot of... A lot of you guys that have been supporting us have been asking me and Carlos and well, the just kind of when's the next one coming out. So this is the next one coming out. We plan on getting you guys one at least once a week for the time being to give you something to listen to. Stay tuned for IGTVs. Those are always those be hot takes. Make sure to check those out about 10 minutes max, but they're pretty good in my opinion. And they're little segments of the podcast that we will touch base on or just things that come up. We just want to record and get our thoughts on it. So just let us know in the comments. Like, subscribe. We're on all streaming platforms. Yeah, we just got on something else. So that was cool too. Yeah, yeah. We're on everything: Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, YouTube. Like you said, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Really, the comment though. Just yeah, give us suggestions on I think anything. That's more important too. Just yeah, give us suggestions what you want us to talk about, what you like, what you didn't like, what you think we should do better, anything. And just DMs like. Our DMs are going to be open on all social media platforms. It's the easiest way to get in contact with us immediately. We also have our email. Is that Twitter on? Because they fucked up the spelling. <laughs> our Twitter is... Is it on Instagram? I need to put in the link tree. I don't know if it's on there. But that's something I probably should update. We'll put the Twitter on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter because we always ask. We always give polls. We always ask what you want us to talk about. Stuff like that. So make sure to follow us on Twitter as well. And um, this was fun. Until next time, we'll catch y'all. Welcome, welcome to our first episode of Off Topic Interviews. What? Welcome to another episode of Opinionated Off Topic. Today we're introducing co-host slash co-owner of Opinionated Podcast, the corporation, Carlos Mojica. Mm, the corporation. So tell us about yourself, Capsicorp. Carlos. No, not Cap. No, no, they don't know about Capsicorp. They, uh, they might They might know about the Capsicorp boy. Oh, uh, man. Oh, man, not so, again. 
Oh, a lot man. of people don't I should be a rapper. know about you outside I don't even know about me. of maybe the podcast, or even if they do know about you, they don't know your growing up, your upbringing, which you I did. don't even know about me. So I'd like you to introduce yourself and kind of explain who you are and what you've been doing these days. The bitch from Australia, and I'm an alien. <laughs> Bro, stop <laughs> singing, singing <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Uh, sorry. What's the question? <laughs> uh, what, what have you been doing these days? What you what you, what you been up to? Um, slaving my life away that I'm trying to get out of. Honestly, yeah. Well, where's um, that at? Currently at a place called Top Golf. Um, there's multiple venues around the world, but I work at the one in um, Austin. Um, okay. So I bar back over there. Um, I've been there for a while, but uh, like I said, I'm trying to. Trying to go somewhere else. Trying to pursue other things in life. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what's your What's your interest? Like, what do you, Where do you think you would go if you left Top Golf? To be honest, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I just feel like a lot, a lot of us at this day and like, yeah. at our in our age, yeah, we just really don't know what we want to do. And just even like, how so do I don't you, know. How do you twenty three? Twenty three. Yeah. So you're like twenty three. I mean, MJ year. You might see, people might seem like like oh you're old, but you're really not. I mean, there's. Can figure out what you're an old soul. trying to do. Um, well, that's cool. I know I'm cool. Um, so, did you go to college? Uh, I went to college for like seven classes. Okay, and then I stopped going and dropped out. Like legit seven. What, what was your what was your, re- <laughs> what was your reasoning for uh, not finishing? It team? just it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, school's not for me. Yeah. I just I don't know. I, I want to learn what I want to learn. You feel like it's a waste to like take all those beginner electives just to get to it. Yeah, to me, it's just yeah. a waste of money. Like, let me learn what I want to learn. Damn it! Yeah, like, I feel that. Let me go straight to communications. I yeah. want to go straight to to communication. Like, I'm not going to use damn chemistry. I'm not going to yeah. use biology or whatever the hell they make you learn. Like the sciences, algebra. I'm not going to use that. And like, just let me learn what I want to learn. That's dog. true. Like, okay, I'll take some reading and some English and all that because yeah. that's 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 That'll understandable. Yeah. yeah, but all the other shit, kind of pointless. It's for the birds. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what sport did you play? Any sports growing up? Because I know, like, we talk about sports all the time. So you don't listen, do you? The cameraman done told you stop touching your face, and you are here rubbing your chin. And Sorry, everything. man. I yeah, got some chin nervous hair ass. I'm not nervous. I just got chin hair for the first time. I like the le- 23 years old. Any, got some chin. You got any beard oil products? Please shoot them my way. I like them. Yeah, you need that. Yeah, I need that. Hey, I get that shit. Boy, 23, finally growing hey, chin hair. Facial hair. If I get some facial hair, it's over. That's a wrap. Gigi's in the chat. Well, oh, he got the earrings. And I had the facial hair, the tattoos that were supposed to come <laughs> in years ago. It's been, Anyways, it's continue. Okay. Um, well, shit. Yeah. What was did the question? You, uh, I said since it's like a sports podcast, we talk about sports all the time. Did you play any sports growing up? Uh, so just like all the other kids, all the young kids, I started off with football, basketball, baseball. Never played soccer. Never played any other sports besides football. Basketball and baseball. What would you say? Uh, yeah, I've never played other sports. Um, basketball fell off at an early age for me. <clears throat> what was that? Because you're short or what? No, I just – it just wasn't <laughs> me. Yeah, I feel was, that. I mean, I was good at defense, but yeah. I just I, – I just didn't. Just like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, my sport. I feel that. I just didn't want to play it. Like, I didn't have fun like I did playing football and baseball. Um also, I guess because I played with the YMCA, so that might have been it. I don't know. But um, I played football pretty much my whole childhood, baseball my whole childhood. Um, the summers were, would be full of baseball, going and traveling different places, playing tournaments and everything. 
Um, I so it was kind of weird for me. I fell in love with football, fell out of love with baseball. So I, I stopped playing baseball like around middle school. I was like, I just didn't love it anymore. I just wanted yeah. to play football. I, I guess because it was the group of friends that I had when I was playing football, like in middle school. And then I played football seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade was my last year of football. I fell back in love with the baseball. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> after my sophomore year in high school, I went baseball only. Uh, so my junior and senior year were just straight baseball. Yeah. Um, I was going to go to college for it's kind of another reason why I didn't go to if I would if I would have went to college for baseball yeah I would have stayed in college obviously because I had like, to and it would have just it was just like you know that, it's like, a motivation that thing you're there for me to play yeah. baseball and you can get your school paid for so it's more of a motivation would, yeah. like oh if I want to play baseball I got to pass my classes yeah, yeah so um going I was going to go mm-hmm. play for a junior college up in the Panhandle called Clarendon Junior College. Mm-hmm. The summer of 2016, I was pitching in this college league summer game. Yeah. I was the closer. And the I was, I was in the bullpen, felt fine. Anyways, got to the mound, warmed up. Second pitch I threw, I felt a sharp pain in my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Turns out I ended up tearing my labrum, and that was kind of it for me for how, baseball. How that process go when you tore your labrum? Like, how did you get surgery? Like, what you do? Yeah, I got surgery. That? Yeah, I got, but I got surgery like a year later. I just recently got surgery. It's like – Year and a half, two years ago, I got surgery. Damn, that's tough. Yeah, that for a while. Yeah, because yeah. my dad didn't really believe that. Like I, I you did that. Like I tore something. He's like, no, you didn't tear anything. And then it just kept bothering, and bothering, and bothering me. And I, I mean, I kept playing sports yeah. and like I kept doing stuff because I was like, all right, it's, it's whatever. So I, I like I played flag football. I played softball. I'd throw the ball like flag football before the game. I'll just but throw that the shit ball. Was painful as fuck. Yeah, and I don't know. Something like uh, I used to be a plumber, and mm-hmm. when I would plumb, I couldn't hold stuff up for a long time with my left hand. Yeah, that's my strong hand. Like it would just yeah. always give out. Like I, I would try to hold up, but it would just give out on mm-hmm. its own. And I don't know. Something just told me it's like, yo, it's like I, I can't do this anymore. I don't yeah. know what it was, and then I went got MRI and ended up tearing my labrum. It goes so your labrum straight like that. Okay, and then when you tear it, it, it just goes like that. Ah, and they fuck. just like so go like in there, connects from the joint. Yeah, is what it looks like they they, they just go in there and pick it up and okay. just sew it back together, basically. Okay. Yeah, cool. But that's 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 how I ended up. Not well, that's how I ended my baseball career, okay. and that's how I ended my sports career, really. So after that, not being able to play sports, having that surgery, what kind of hobbies replace that, or would you do to replace that passion you had for sports? Uh, <laughs> play video games. Okay. I know not many people are yeah. like got bad views on it or like they think Negative. it's a waste of time. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a waste of time or whatever the case is. But um that's kind of where I took my competitiveness was the video games. Um Mainly Call of Duty. Boo. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. That's uh, fun. Mainly Call of Duty. Um I was I was real good at MLB the show. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Call of Duty was like the game that made me fall in love with video games. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I like cater more towards that game mm-hmm. or I love that game because yep. that was the game that made me fall in love with video games. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what takes up my time now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm 
fairly good at it, if you yeah. ask me. I mean, I used to suck. Yeah. I mean, you know, I used to suck. Like, yeah. I used to be bad. Yeah, you got really good. I don't know where, honestly. It was like two years. No, it was the span three, of a year, years, really. But you've gotten like from. Oh, you know like you are to now. Oh, it's saying. insane. Yeah, it's, no, oh, it's, it's night insane. And, night and day. So I got cold yeah. at World War Two, and then how I am now. Oh, shit! Oh my god, that was in World War Two. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what I do now to like take up my. I guess that time that yeah. I was playing sports and everything, but um, could be a hint at something in the future. Competing competitiveness, but we'll see. We'll see for say that for another topic. All right, cool, cool. Well, damn. Um, what do you not like about yourself? Any strengths and weaknesses that you think you have or want to share? Um, my strength for sure is I'm a people person. I can talk to anybody in the room, mm-hmm. carry a whole conversation with them. Um, I just I've always had that. Yeah. Um, I think that just comes down from my dad. I can go and talk to Billy John over there and say, "Hey, what's up, dude?" Yeah, uh, have a because you bar back slash bartend. You think it helps with that, or coming from that, or not really? You think you already not really. I already, I already had it yeah. before that. I mean, I, I brought it out more, but mm-hmm. I already had it before that. Um, just like I said, from a young age, I could always just talk to anybody at any time, and it just carried over into that. Yeah, but cool. Um, when it comes to relationship wise, like a significant other, um, I get insecure. Okay, that's probably that's like understandable. My yeah, that just yeah something. To, yeah, you've been working on that. It's like been your. Main I mean, focus. yeah. I mean, you you always have to work on yeah. something. You know, you always mm-hmm. have to reevaluate yourself and also relationships just to see what you can do better. Yeah, um, for yourself and for your relationship, mm-hmm. and that's something like I try to work on like majority of the time. Cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, Can we get some more energy out of you? You're like a, I'm just trying to. You're focus. the worst interviewer I've ever been. I have, I'm actually not interviewing. I'm just or not. You're supposed to be interviewing no, me. No, I'm not. I'm not being a bad interview. I'm just letting you dude, talk. It's about you, dude. Come on, bro. I need some energy out of you. What I need you some excitement. Say um, something. Besides, what's your favorite sports team? Who <laughs> the fucking shit on sorry ass Texas? There we go. That's what I like to see. Uh, uh, who's, your, who's your favorite? Love it. Why do you like the sports teams you do and? Elaborate on your sports teams a little bit. Um, well, I'm a Spurs fan. Okay. Longhorn fan. Okay. A Cowboy fan, and a Ranger fan. So all the local teams. So Texas boy through and through. Is what you're yes. Saying. Okay. I also have individual players that I like, yeah. like Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Jameis Winston, um, Conor McGregor. It's not that's UFC, but yeah. like still it's an individual like, person. Yeah. Um and. Jarvis Landry, can get my boy Juice. What, what I will give you is you're extremely unbiased, especially when it comes to liking my teams, teams and just players. A lot of people say that I'm I'm a pessimist yeah. to my teams, but I just I know my teams. I know how it is. Like they just uh, I age my armpit. Because even like you liking UT and loving them, you have, like a lot of OU players, and you like say they're good. Yeah, so Darren Lamb, uh, Kyler Baker. Mm-hmm. Just uh, that's really that's really like first the, three I can the, name the on top of my head, head. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know. I just when I kind of realized I wanted to be like a, a sports analyst or do something with sports, mm-hmm. you learn that at early me. age. To kind uh, of yeah, all yeah. That, all that I just try not to be biased. Body. Yeah, because yeah. I, I love. That. I mean, I love my teams, mm-hmm. and I'm with them through thick and thin. But I'm also gonna be like, yo, we fucking suck. Yeah, no, I agree with that. 
what's your main focus in five years? Where do you want to be and where do you see yourself? What steps you got to take to get there? Um, out of corporate America. Yeah. Permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going to say the steps I got to do yeah, to take definitely, there, that's, but yeah. um, out of corporate America, I just want to be able to be on my own, do what I want on my own. Wake up, do your yeah, shit, and then yeah, not report to anybody if you yeah. want to go do something during the day or have that just flexibility. Probably. Yeah. yeah, go on vacation whenever I yeah. want. I feel that. I yeah, feel that. So. Cool. Um, last question I got for you. What do you? What's your goal for this year? Um Anything you want to improve on it by the end of the year, just either personal or business related or anything like that. Just kind of what your main goal that you want to accomplish this year. Twenty twenty new decade, <laughs> new beginning, new decade, new me. Yeah, looking. You, it's cliche, but it's just real. I mean, yeah, I think. Honestly, I mean, I don't know. I really don't like going by that. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, it's just cliche because everyone's like, "Oh, it's a new decade," but I personally. I, I just like when it, you say that, I always just think of New Year, New Me. I'm everyone, like, nah. I think if everyone, if you have a goal, everyone can probably accomplish it that year if they that's what they actually focus on. So I just kind of um, my goal just to get this more popped off mm-hmm. um, by the end of the year, have more of a following, um, have a bigger platform than what we have now. Yeah, um, us moving in. Yeah, that's gonna uh, be huge. Getting the right stuff that we need. Some minor stuff. Baby steps. Yeah, there's a lot of baby steps that are going to turn into mm-hmm. bigger, bigger goals that yeah. we slash I have. So, cool. Um, other than that. Anything you got to hit on with this moving forward? And anything you want to, up to you? I mean, just stay tuned. That's all I got to say. Stay tuned. Okay, well. This is Carlos, the handsome Mojica. He's got a he's got a faded the yesterday. Yesterday today. Looking yesterday. Okay, you got a fade yesterday today. So I was like, woo! So I gotta go. I know y'all normally used to seeing him with a hat on or a hoodie or some bullshit hiding that big ass head. So I was like, (laughs) shh. Um, That's my girlfriend, dude. She'd be like, no, don't cut it. I like it. Why? She must have not seen you. I guess she just likes playing with the longer hair. Oh, that's what it is. It must be nice. That's all I gotta say. I ain't gonna get started on you. Well, with that being said, yeah, exactly. With that being up, said, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> wrap this up. His name's in his bio. Cam Juice, come on. Yeah, because I, I have juice. juice. Yeah, have you juice, have, juice. I have juice products that I make. Don't. Yeah, yourself. No, no. You got juice. <laughs> Don't let them fool you. Well, shit. Um, I hate when I say well, shit because it's what? like so like to be cussing. I was just trying not to cuss as much because my mom was like, you need to stop cussing so much. And I was like, like on hearing, yeah, general, yeah, my dad said the same thing. I was like, yeah. I can't help it when I'm with you. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. It's you. I'm just like, ah, you bring it out of me. You bring the worst out of me. All right. Well, Honestly. You're a bad influence. <laughs> no, I'm actually a great influence. I don't know about that. I think you influence me, so. If In it, a positive if, if way. If I'm toxic, it's because of you. Not even. We're like a seesaw of emotion. You're Not toxic, even. I'm You're toxic. the toxic one. Then now, apparently, I was toxic I'm last year. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, getting off topic. <laughs> like, really off topic. Um, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up for off topic. Carlos Mojica. We're introducing him. This is my one of my best friends, co-host, co-founder, slash owner of Opinionated Podcast. Just family. Family. Visit me only uh, one of my only friends visit me from home in college. Was that the only one? Was yeah. that the only one? Yeah. Damn. So, um, yeah. 
we'll close this out. Stay tuned for next time. And if you want to be a guest on this show, just email us at opinionatedsportstalk at g- g- gmail.com. I didn't know there was any numbers at the end of that. No. Email us at that. Um, we'll try to fit you in our schedule. I know everyone's pretty he- hectic and busy, but we definitely want you on and to introduce you if you're another creator. Yes, so. sir. But well, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.